Welcome to the He Shoots, He Draws podcast, the show about photography and design, with your hosts, Glyn Dewis and Dave Clayton. Hello and welcome back to another edition of I Don't Even Know What It's Called. I've been away for so long. Let me remind I, you, He Shoots, He Draws. It's the podcast the with Glyn Dewis and his co-host, Glyn Dewis. <laughs> Ouch. All right, put in my place. <laughs> Welcome Hello, mate. back. Welcome Thank back, you. Dave. Welcome back. Thank you. It's nice to be back. It's actually been quite good. Last couple of weeks, I've been listening to the podcast now, and I've put zero effort into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But hmm. we're back, and as usual, when we've been away for a couple of weeks and we've not chatted much, you know what's going to happen. You know the score. If you listen to this podcast, you know what's coming. Tonight is a Glenn and Dave episode. Yeah, this is kind of a warning to those of you tuning in now because this is a catch-up that me and Dave needed since he's now back. So you're going to get it full throttle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it might be that as we go, we, we may have to cut some stuff out or say it differently. But there's just been some stuff over the last couple of weeks that we've both actually find ourselves messaging each other the same thing. It's like, oh my God, have you seen? Or oh my God, have you seen? And, and it just gets to a point where we have a good old chat about it. And we did have a little chat We've had a little chat, and but we thought let's save it for tonight, let's save yeah. it for today, yeah. and just um, get on with it. Well, so, before before we go into the chatty catch up stuff, because obviously you've been away, I've been flying yeah. solo for a couple of weeks, as you know. Oh, you're you've a been pro. A, yeah, you've been out in the states to just give us an overview because you haven't even actually told me really what you're up to and how it was because I know you've been there once before last year. Yes. So tell us what happened this year. Okay, so it's an event called Creative South, put on by a guy called Mike Jones, and it's in its 10th year next year, um, so they're doing a big family reunion thing. Um, but yeah, it's basically an event with about 800 people, it's not huge, and it's held in this little town called Columbus in Georgia, and it's at this great uh, venue called the Springer Opera House. It's this beautiful old building. In fact, someone said to me that the brother of the guy that shot Lincoln was was performing at the Springer House as his brother was killing the US no president. Way. I, I can't I didn't I did I haven't verified it, but that was the story that I heard. That's that's his kind of claim to fame. So is it always um, in the same place? Was it there last year then? Yeah, so it's been in the same place for I think it's been in the same place for nine years. If not the first couple might have been in a different venue, but at least for the last sort of five, six years it's been at Springer right. House. It's really nice so it's basically a theatre and you have speakers on stage and they get up and they do half hour to 45 minutes, sometimes an hour. And you have little breaks in between and there's a little vendor area. But most of the time you you find yourself sat in a room chatting to someone. Um, and then there might be a speaker you want to go and see. There's one day that's workshops. Um, and I did the Mama Sauce one, which I is saw your screen printing. Yeah. Um, and Nick's going to be a guest on the podcast as well. We're going to get hold of him when we go out to Photoshop World. But yeah, so it's really nice. It's a lovely environment. There's some great speakers. There's Jessica Hish, there's a guy called Chris Doe, um, there's Rocky Rourke, um, there's a really lovely lady called Carolyn Sewell who does hand lettering. And they're just really funny stories about how they got where they are, why they do what they do. It's just it's just a, a really nice, relaxed environment. What's, what's that saying for that place? It's come as, come as strangers? Come as, fr- come as friends, leave as family. And you oh, do. Cool. And and they were saying like you know who's who's looking forward to what you're looking forward to most about coming to creative south and i said meeting meeting family who this time last year were friends but that's pretty much what we always say about any event that we go to anyway isn't it it's not necessarily doing the presentation stuff we enjoy that but it's always getting the chance to hang out with folks we haven't seen for a year absolutely and that's my design gang that they are you know when you say oh like they're my people mm. i feel really at home at that event because they are all you know there are some amazing creatives there like what i would only dream to be the talent they've they've you know got but they're just down to earth there's no egos there's no floaters there's no hoverers you know <laughs> no floaters <laughs> yeah no floaters there's no people hovering around like they're the you know the, in fact the only person who who at the whole event you could say um, had the right not to be around was Jessica Hish. She was seven and a half months pregnant, bless her, and she still flew out and did it. And she wow. still did a book signing. But yeah, crit like Christo. Everywhere you looked, he was there. It, you know, you were saying about Dave Black. Mm-hmm. So Christo's from a thing called the Future. He's a really nice guy. Um, everywhere I looked, he was always talking to someone, and that's what I love about these events: mm. is people that stand talk, stand around share experiences talk about stories that everyone's got mutual friends 
So were you there as attendee or what? I was I was attendee, but I was there on behalf of Astute Graphics. Right. So because a lot of them use Illustrator and they're kind of our market. So I was there to do a lot of uh, like asking questions about Illustrator and about plugins and stuff and just about the industry. Um, and it was just really good. It's just a lovely environment. Walked around, got a few bits of T-shirts and stickers and things. Stickers are the currency, mate. You, see, mm. you look in little corners, and there's huddles of people and they're all tra- like swapping stickers. It looks it always looks shady, <laughs> but it's just, can I have two of those and one of them? But it's just lovely. Everyone is just so friendly and you, you could just walk off and go and have dinner with someone random. It's just really how I'd love an event to be. So, right. um, and, it was, and the thing that I came away from it, which is worthwhile, apart from all the work stuff, is you come away kind of uh is it revigorated yeah reinvigorated yeah yeah because you sort of speak to people about some of the problems they have or some of the successes and and people say oh you should speak to so-and-so and you share that information now i i get great value from that because they're my peers they i, I can resonate with them that you know we're, we're kind of either the same age or we've come from a similar background and you can ask them questions and they'll just say I can help you with that or I can't help you with that. They don't pretend to help you with it. They don't pretend to be anything they're not. They're just straight up. Yeah, I tried that once and I failed as well. And uh, and it's fine. And then they'll share some of the stuff. Yeah, you should try this or you should go and speak to him because he uses that and he could tell you about it. It's just one of those lovely little little events where you you, you miss the people. You look forward to seeing them and then you Mm. miss them when when they've gone. Yeah, yeah. there is some crossover with Adobe Max um, and a couple of other events, but for the most part, sort of Creative South is one of those events where, if I could go every year, I would. Mm-hmm. It's just like a, it is like a family reunion. In the tenth year next year, so if anyone's thinking of going, if any graphic designers listening, up the email just came out today. Uh, up until April the thirtieth, the they called it Love Is Blind ticket, so it's the cheapest ticket for Creative South. It's two hundred and ninety-seven dollars. That's the cheapest it will be. You can get your ticket for next year. It's called the Family Reunion. It's going to be, I think, slightly bigger venue, but not too many more people. They just want people to come back. Yeah, yeah. But if you're a designer, save up. You know, you can get a flight for about seven or eight hundred quid. Cool. Uh, get a ticket for three hundred. I know it's an investment, so but you're gonna put we a, will um, say put a link in the description for this. Then, yeah, so. yeah. I'll put a link in for for all of that stuff. And when I do the blog post for Street Graphics, I'll share that as well on social cool. media. Nice. But, um, yeah, it was good, but it. One of the things that I came away from it was having spoken to a lot of people about, you know, I'm I'm older, I'm 53, a lot of them are in their late 20s, early 30s, some are in their 40s. But having seen a lot, and I, and I, and I mean a lot of content, I sound like Dumb and Dumber, I like that a <laughs> I lot. I like it a lot. <laughs> I like it a lot. Is, I, I, I don't know if it's just my feed or because I'm fascinated with um, gurus. Right. and business coaches and entrepreneurs and that i think my feed is is showing me more of it because i tend to watch them just out of like watching a car crash okay and i don't know about you but my feed is just my facebook feed and it's like kind of the same people but it's really aggressive some of it is very aggressive marketing and yeah I and this, we... this is mainly well i was gonna say it's mainly twitter it's not i i was saying that instagram is my um my preferred social yeah. media platform. I've actually started putting a couple of things on Instagram TV as well. But I have okay. noticed, as have you, like we talked about earlier on, that now Instagram's getting full of... Well, I don't even know how to describe it. It's, it's almost like social media is becoming less social. It's now becoming, oh, do you mean business media? Yeah. Nobody can yeah. just be sociable. And I know that, you know, we, we kind of talked about this before we started recording, the fact that, yes, I do put business stuff out, but I kind of want to do it in a way, and I hope I do do it in a way. You can you can tell me otherwise, as if me and you were sat together down the pub with a pint, and I would say to you, "Here, Dave, this is what I, you know." Have a look at this picture I've done recently. This is this bloke here. He was like a World War Two veteran. He was in the fifty third, you know, Welsh Borders, blah 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 blah. And uh, yeah, really really nice guy. And that's how I talk about it. I go, "Oh, this is going to be in the exhibition," and we'd have a conversation about it. But it seems like now the what we're seeing on social media if if i was going to follow what i see on social media now I'd be going dave here's a picture i've taken recently ask me anything about it now go <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> ask me about this picture now come on ask me about it now if you're not taking pictures 24 hours a day man you're not you're going to fail it's you're like not hustling, oh, man. you're not hustling that's a word i hate i, I hate <laughs> the word hustle yeah I got, to me mm. hustle 
it's always been a negative word. It's um, it's a Gary V it's like word. A, well, and also if it, when someone hustles you, it's it's like the film The Hustlers in the the Tom Cruise or the uh, was it Paul Paul Newman the original film? Is it The Hustler? It's just a, a trendy. Hustler, it's someone... a trendy word to be heard saying, mate. It's a trendy word to be heard saying. I need to use certain words. It's like in business now. There's certain words that you find used like strands and partnership and all those kind of words now on social media all i keep seeing is the words hustle do you know what i mean and guru and entrepreneur (laughs) and all these it's like oh man Uh, well so so those what i've always said this before right is if you're genuine if you are genuinely any of those things it's because somebody else called you it it's not a self uh Oh, what's the word? Self-imposed title. You yeah. don't. You don't call yourself. It's that. not. We've said before. I think we've talked about this before. It's not a an entrepreneur isn't a profession. It's not. You know. You don't. You're not getting towards your end of school years, and you go to your careers advisor and they say, "Hello, David. What would you like to be? Have a look at all the job opportunities that are on the board in front of you. Actually, be on the computer now. Yeah. What kind of thing would you like to be? Hmm. I'd like to be an entrepreneur. Oh. And- Oh, Glyn. So, what does that? So, when you say you want to be an entrepreneur, what does what, what does that mean? Um, well, I actually thought it meant somebody who sets up multiple businesses and takes huge risks uh, and comes up with cra- you know really amazing ideas and just out of thin air creates this amazing business. But no, nowadays an entrepreneur is what? Well, they got a business. That's it. They've got a business. It's somebody who's got a business. Is an entrepreneur. So, so as I've said in the previous episode, Richard Branson is an entrepreneur. Yeah. Peter Jones is an entrepreneur. Yeah, multiple businesses that they've set up. Multiple businesses, they've invested, they've been successful, they've Took taken that, risks. they've moved on. Yeah, they've grown something else. They've grown grown their business or they've taken something and let someone else take it on and it, you know, and they've done all the groundwork. But for the most part, I would say 90% of the people who call themselves entrepreneurs are actually small business owners. That's that is. Or, that's or it. business owners. But what but the thing is, what is the problem with saying that? What is the problem with saying I'm a business owner? Why do you have to say now I'm an entrepreneur or a coach? Or a co- oh, co- in yeah. fact, well, perfect timing, coach. My mate Barry, I don't think you've met Barry King yet. Super no. super bloke, right? So Barry, I took a screen grab of this. I just thought this was freaky. The fact that he did this in albums, I've got screen grabs. There's my screenshots. Yeah, right. So we had this conversation earlier on, didn't we? We were saying about people saying they're coaches and blah, 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 blah. And bizarrely, Barry, who wasn't privy to that conversation, he posts something on uh, on Instagram. And it's what's the cartoon where the guy's got, uh, you're like, uh, I forget which one it was now. Beavis and Butthead, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you could tell that by that great impression. Yeah, but it, it says, spot on. at the top, it says, people on Instagram be like, and underneath, coaching available and it's like and he's even saying how true is this everybody seems to be wanting to be a coach on instagram and they do they do what was what was it we said the trainer trains the trainer to train the trainer to train the trainer yeah so are you teaching people to be successful at their business or successful in whatever i mean i'm picking i'm picking the word entrepreneur out because it's the one i hear the most and it's the one i think is the most used incorrectly Mm. Because it's like it's um, it's like it's a badge of honour. Like you can't, you 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 can only be taken seriously if you call yourself a business coach but, or an entrepreneur. But but entrepreneur, but, like you said, is something that other people say. Oh, that guy there, Matt, he's an entrepreneur. You don't say yeah. yourself you're an entrepreneur. That's like saying I'm amazing. Yeah, I'm brilliant. I'm really clever. No, other people would say that guy's amazing. He's an, he's don't. a brilliant photographer. They don't know, mate. No, I know they don't. I'm they just don't saying, ima- imagine you, if. They, imagine. They, they, right. I can't even. That's fantasy. That's like Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> but don't you know stretch what I mean, it. Though? Yeah, like, I know what you mean. It's like when people post, hey, look, check out my amazing picture or check no, out. Yeah, no. I know. Look, at the end of the day, everyone's trying to everyone's trying to make trying to make a go of it. Everyone's trying to create business and and create. I nearly said the word hustle then. <laughs> but they're try They are, but they're trying. Everyone's trying to find an angle and. And the thing is, is I think it maybe it's an age thing, maybe because I'm older, maybe because, you know, what's, what's a 28-year-old, 25-year-old going to teach me? I know the old, you can't teach old dog new tricks, but seriously, experience in life carries a lot more for me than someone who's watched eight hours of Gary Vee. 
because then it's yeah. I said to you yeah. earlier I, I need to find out a way of, but it's like command C command Gary V it's like copy paste oh I'll do what I'll take what he does and I'll just repeat it therefore that will make me a successful uh, business coach or life coach or guru or entrepreneur whatever it may be but then that where's that where's this kind of other word that gets overused authenticity mm. it's having an opinion and access to Instagram live does not make a successful business coach. Mm. But watching, going to a coaching seminar, a Formula One turbocharged coaching seminar. <laughs> private <laughs> uh, joke. Yeah, private <laughs> joke. Um, for, for a day does not make you a business coach, does not make you a successful business person or an entrepreneur. Life's just going to deal that to you. And then the way you conduct yourself is the way people are going to talk about you. Do, do you know what I find amazing, right? This is what I'm and this is just coming to my head then, that a lot of the people that you see kind of sort of saying that they're coaches and stuff like that, they just, they're constantly on social media for a start off saying that they're busy. I'm really busy. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And but they're on social media. There, if if they've got an iPhone, you know, does that kind of like it, it sort of tells you how much time you spent on social media? Yes. Their phones must be so hot. They have to drop them because they're so blooming off because it's just going crazy. Thinking, man, you're on social media all the time. Are you actually doing any work? Do you know what <laughs> I mean? It's like I'm busy. I'm so busy. I've got this many emails to do. I've got this shoot, that shoot. Well, tell you what, if you're that busy, put the bloody phone down then. Do you know what I mean? Get off social media. Right. So so here's another one. Uh, if you if you love our rant episodes, you're just going to be retreating. So here's another thing, right? Is it, I've always said this about the whole email thing, is when people go, oh, my God, so busy. I've got 500 emails to get through. I, I, I just think a couple of things here. One, I don't believe you've genuinely got 500 inquiries that are going to result in business. <laughs> yeah. What I think is you've get got 20, 20 good leads and 480 subscriptions, spam, or people telling you how you can enhance your physical appearance. Should we do, should we, this is what we should say. Remember this afternoon when I said to you, right, from when we get somebody who's posting about saying, oh my God, I've got this many emails to do, blah, blah, we should call them out and say, right, screen grab it and post it now. Not yeah. not the emails open, obviously, but just yeah. scr- just kind of do a screen grab of your inbox, just so we can see. Yeah. And I want to be able to say, right, well, you can get rid of about ninety five percent of them there because they're all spam and just also rubbish. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And they they might be comments, they might be they might be questions, but at the end of the day, it's, uh, I always think telling me how busy you are doesn't impress me. That no. just tells me you're bad at you're bad at time management. Mm. Because you're over, you're overstretching yourself. Mm-hmm. These people who say, oh, "I'm hustling, I'm doing this, I'm, you know, I'm working at two a.m. I didn't go to bed till four a.m. I got up at six to do this." If I was a customer, and I think I've said this on another episode, if I was a customer and I saw that you were working on my project at two a.m., I would not be thinking, "Man, that guy's going the extra mile for me." I'll be thinking, "That guy's working on my stuff, tired." Yeah, I, I, just, I, I want, just... I wanted to be the client that was getting the three o'clock in the afternoon treatment mm. so by keep telling me you're really super busy does not make me think you're a better business person or you're better at what you do it just tells me your time management's bad the email thing is just well therefore that just tells me you're allowing your inbox to get full up and you're not uh, managing your communications with your clients or your audience or you know you're not able to manage that and i could be wrong there could be people out there feel free to shoot me down and say no you got the wrong end of the stick but from from taking off the amount of people I see do it, the aggregate, the average is the fact that everyone's trying to tell everybody how super important and busy they are. But actually, that can have its downfalls because you can't maintain that. Mm. And then when you stop maintaining it, when you suddenly are having the quiet periods, is that because you failed? Is that because you couldn't, your own advice failed you? Mm. So it's just, Personally, I just think it's better to be good at what you do, share your work, share your stories and experiences, but don't feel you have to do it four times a day, every day. Four? On every You're joking. Platform. They're doing more than four. But it's, it also goes back to that thing of, look, if you've got nothing to say, don't say anything. Just enjoy the silence. Get on with your emails. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah, get on with your emails. But, you know, <laughs> like, the only person interested in what you're doing every day is you. Do you it's know what I mean? The it's, this, this isn't this isn't Hello Magazine. 
you know what I mean? It's not a case of, oh, I don't wake up going, oh, I wonder what X and Y person are doing today. Oh, how are they? Oh, I haven't seen them posting for a while. I don't don't need to know that. Sorry, sorry I've not been on Facebook for a few days. No, don't apologise. Honestly, I didn't even notice. (laughs) Look, Lee, I'm going to be away from social media for a few days. Good. Enjoy it. (laughs) Enjoy it. Maybe Uh, you can get rid of some of those emails. I'm going to be I'm going to be off social media for a while, but I'll be back on tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it is it is it is kind. Of, it's a weird thing. It's really really weird. But I don't know. We, we all know that we you know we, we are in business. I'm not an entrepreneur. I own a business. Okay, um, just like most people out there, they're not entrepreneurs. They're business owners. Um, and I post on social media. And I know, yes, of course, there is a reason I post on social media, but it's not the sole reason. I actually do quite enjoy just engaging with folks. But yes, there, yeah. is, there is also a mix in there that is me kind of pushing business out there. But I, I very, very rarely, I challenge anybody to go through my feed and see if there is shed loads of me going, buy this, buy that. Of course, I sell products. But yeah. I keep those kind of posts down to a minimum because I want to to engage with people. And if I show a picture, I'm showing a picture, here's what I've done, and uh, here's how I did it kind of thing. It doesn't have to be, look, here's a picture. Ask me questions now. Come on, go, go, go. And then just state in the obvious. Listen, I've got, in fact, no, I've binned them. I did have some (laughs) books behind me from people who were supposed successful business people. And then when I looked at the back of the book, it says, such and such a person has helped numerous companies to reach, well, name them then. Name them, or haven't you? Do you know what I mean? And I is just got rid of it. He's award winning. <laughs> so I've got rid of the books. Think, no, you're talking you're talking absolute rubbish. I, yeah. I don't even know where I'm going now. I'm on a bit of a rant, I suppose. But no, I'm enjoying there it. Is, I'm enjoying there it. There is there is value. So we're not just mo- we're not just moaning saying like that this is all this is all bad. All we're saying is I think there's too much noise. And it's let's hard make social to, media sociable again. Yeah. It's hard to find the genuine like back in back in my day, dur- during the war when I was a lad, <laughs> um I remember Tony Robbins. Mm-hmm. I don't remember anybody else. I just remember T- Tony Robbins. He mm. was an inspirational speaker, you know, positive mental attitude. That whole thing is, you know, don't be don't be trapped by, yeah. you know, the whole thing with excuses. I did a I did a um, a fitness training thing a couple of years ago, and one of the things the guys were talking about were setting yourself goals and then writing down reasons why what could stop you achieving your goals, and a lot of them were just your own personal well, I don't get the time, I've, you know, I've got kids, I've got to go to bed. But they're saying, but you'll find time to sit on social media for half an hour. Mm. Or put your phone down and go and walk for half an hour and do mm-hmm. a couple of thousand steps. So it was all about the barriers you put in front of yourself. And not that I particularly have ever followed any of those kind of guru people, but I had a lot of respect for Tony Robbins because back in back in the day, he seem to make a lot of sense. Yeah, but he's now, still there now, mate. He's been in for the yeah. long haul. Whereas nowadays, there seems to be an influx of people who want overnight success. Tony Robbins has been doing it for years. Do you know what I mean? Whereas now, you've got people who are all of a sudden, they've come from nowhere, and they're just, and they still are nowhere. And they're kind of just saying, oh, look at me, check this out, give you advice. And all they're doing is, they're listening. I'm going to say Gary V because there just seems to be so many people... Well, it's funny, I watched, I actually went on, to prepare for tonight, I went on and I watched uh, a kind of compilation of him. Apart from the fact I don't find it that genuine, because like I said before, I can't, I I can't, I don't resonate with um, a millionaire. Like, it's easier for a millionaire to say I can, I can and can't do certain things because he's got this financial security. But one of the things I noticed by what he was saying was his almost contempt for the people he was talking to in such a way that if you don't do, if you don't do what I tell you to do, well, you're a failure. Rather, which I found really arrogant because it was like it's easy for you to sit there and say that because you've built a successful career out of doing what you do and that's why why he is who he is and that's why he's got his own company doing it he's found a way to make money from it and you know he he he's i don't know if he's an entrepreneur or what but i find his constant swearing you know and i'll swear like a trooper but i just find the way he delivers his message with the like over swearing and the kind of fake impromptu yeah. video and i noticed a lot of the video it's all for like very shaky and uh, you know like it's kind it's of so uh, dynamic yeah it's so dynamic. and it's like oh he's just oh gary's just got gary's coming off with one on the top of his head i just all i see i'm so cynical i just think see none of that i, I don't get any of that because straight away i'm thinking 
You've rehearsed this. Yeah. What about that thing we mentioned earlier on, Dave, when, when the Gary V does those things, when he records a video and he starts... This, this is a bit of a Gary V uh, thing, isn't it? But he, <laughs> yeah. goes, he starts sort of saying, do this, do that, and then you go, oh, well, no, hold, actually, hold on a second, scrap that. No, keep it in, keep it in. Let's keep that bit in and we'll carry on. And it's like, that was so rehearsed. Oh, you accidentally said something you don't know, but keep it in because that's really truthful and honest and hard-hitting. That is so rehearsed. To say that yeah. and make out you'd made a mistake, but keep it in anyway. Oh, get over yeah. it. That's authentic, mate. It's, it's rubbish, is what it is. It's complete rubbish. This sounds really bad, doesn't it? But I don't want people to think I'm just saying, if you follow Gary Vee, you're an idiot. We all need somebody to yeah. kind of give us a bit of a kick up the backside. I totally, totally get that. But when you've got somebody saying to you, if you're not working, all the hours God sends and weekends are, are you know, if you're not working the weekends as well, man, you're going to fail. Because I don't even know if we mentioned this on an episode before, but one of the things I heard him saying was, when so, he went to some kind of school reunion and people said to him, oh man, you're just so lucky. And he said, you can go F your luck. He said, while you were doing this that, and the other, when I was 14, I was working every weekend. Blah, blah. It's like, oh God, <laughs> really? Okay, so I've yeah. basically got to kill myself, have I? I've got, to, so I've got to be busy being busy. How about coming up with an idea and then making that work rather than saying, oh, so all I've got to do to be successful is work every hour that God sends. That's yeah. all I've got to do. I've, just, I've got to be busy being busy. That's it. Great. Yeah, easy. No. I can do that. No problem. <laughs> and like we said, we're, we're not knocking. But there is plenty of good stuff. I think we we spoke earlier about Seth Godin and another yeah, guy I just mentioned. Yeah, book, yeah. Um, Chris Doe. I, mm-hmm. I was on the fence with Chris. I didn't know too much about him. I'd seen some of his stuff out there. And again, when you're older, you're a little bit more cynical when, people, when, you, when you see messaging that makes it look like you're being told to suck eggs and, you know, teach your grandmother to suck eggs some of it is just common sense i'd never really looked too much of chris's stuff so i thought i'm gonna see him at creative south i'll form an opinion there i'm gonna meet him i'm gonna see him on stage and i'm gonna see how the audience reacts to him and i have to say i was taken away by the way he presented himself what he was talking about his his kind of positive attitude um he i don't think at any point he referred to himself as a business coach or entrepreneur but he does offer information he does coach he does help people but he just basically says if you if you want the help just contact me and we'll find a way of doing it but some of the stuff was really really clever and there was one thing that i I thought was really good was um he was talking about something um somebody it it might have been his son that they couldn't do it and he said when when you feel like you can't do something there's one word you can add to the sentence that changes the way your attitude is. Yet. So, yet. Oh, exactly. what a guess. Yes. What a guess. I can't do it yet. Perfect. And he said, and it changes your negative feeling yeah. into a positive action. And that is, well, you can't at the moment. And his talk was really good. Mm. It was something like, did, it was did, he, did he swear a lot and say no. F-bombs? He didn't. Oh, I don't think he swore bizarre. once. Really? He swore once. But it's very very good presentation. I would buy into what he's what he's done. Um, he, he, it, and one thing I liked about him, which is really cool, I introduced myself to him, and then I saw him the next day. Remembered my name. Mm. Now that that for me means a lot when someone remembers your name because they are that that to me is like a, they genuinely listened. Mm-hmm. Might be a skill they learnt, but it was but really it's, good. But it's a nice it's, feeling. Yeah, I don't know. Seth Godin's got a really good following, and yep. and uh, another guy called Chip Kidd is very good in the industry at, at talking. But he, those are people that have been doing it for a long time, and people respect them for what they do. So you know, there's someone for everyone. And I know I've spoken. It's funny because I sat next to a guy at Creative South, and I can't remember who we were watching. And I said, "See, this is the kind of stuff I like. This is somebody that." I can sit next to and go and have a coffee with. I can talk to them about their business. They're accessible to me. Um, I said, where I can't buy into these things. Like I know it's, it's say Gary V, but he's the person who's put himself up there as the leader of all of, of all leaders. I said, I, but I can't buy into Gary V. And the guy just turned to me and goes, see, I, I really like Gary V. I listen to him every day. And I just went each to your own. I said, but... I would get more value out of what that person's talking about up there because I know I can go and talk to them. Have you ever tried going up and talking to Gary Vee? 
or somebody of his stature. Even Casey Neistat. You, you, you know, you, you know what? Saying that now, you're probably going to get somebody saying, "Well, actually, yeah, I have. He's really accessible." That might be the case, but it's. I think. I think the beef that we have, if I could yeah. surmise it, yes. we need to move off this. Is the persona? It's the f this, f that. You've got to be busy. You know, sod your life, sod your friends, sod your. You know, you've got to be busy working because if you don't work from the minute you wake up to the minute you drop down at the end of the day and you cannot literally hold your eyes open anymore, you're going to fail. And that's just that's just wrong because sadly, this is the reality is there are going to be people who are going to completely buy into this, like the kind of people that would buy into Amway. Uh, the old Amway yeah. pyramid market selling yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah thing. There's going to be a lot of people who are going to kind of really get into this and they're not going to get the results they want. And that's going to be a really hard thing to deal with. Yeah, I just want somebody to just be, be you know, just I, I would sit and listen to people like Peter Jones, Alan Sugar, Richard Branson, um, all those kind of people who clearly have got, you know, great businesses behind them. Um, and they've failed a lot. They've come back from you know from yeah. failure to get success. That kind of stuff. And that they, I don't know. I I don't even know where we're going with this now. But it's just I just find it. I just find it a little bit. Oh, I think get over how it started off. I was just saying. I was I was just surprised at the quality, the quantity. Yeah. Of people who uh, there was there was one the other day. It was guy, guy was at an ice hockey match or a basketball match. I don't know somewhere like Coventry. And he's doing an impromptu video about business coaching. Badly, to, like this is the other thing for me is when it's done in your car, it's not impromptu. You've set all that up before you went out. The quite the video and audio quality is just tells me amateur. It just screams amateur. It doesn't scream authenticity. Oh look, guy! You know he's he's just hard, just doing it at home. Eight o'clock in the morning, got a thought in his head. He set the phone up. He's sharing information. That to me is amateur hour. The you know the audio's bad. They're reading off a card behind the camera, and you can obviously see it. It's just this. So I see so many red flags where people mm. have obviously gone to a coaching course. And all, all we're really saying is, look, there's no problem in, in being inspired by anybody. You know, we've all got different forms of inspiration. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. Mine are the people I work with, the people I work for, the people who are accessible to me day to day. I've got friends, I've got colleagues who who are entrepreneurs, who are business coaches doesn't mean i agree with everything they say and do and and i certainly won't ever think that they'll that they'll ever make my life any better i'll be the i'll be the judge of that um but because, also also people who genuinely want to help yes for a genuine genuine reason so so um in in, in our fourth in our fourth summary is <laughs> that we can all find inspiration somewhere but for me and glenn we, I think we're just older, longer in the tooth to buy into the overnight, the overnight coaches, the yeah. overnight entrepreneurs. It's just, a, I think and you to, have to, to, to wrap this section up, Dave, as well. Yeah. This is the fifth summary. Yeah. Uh, it's just to say, look, for people who are on our social media or people on social media, look, stop, keep saying how busy you are. Less let's, is more. Less is more. Let's make social media sociable again. And if you're that busy, what what are you busy doing apart from social media? Because the amount of time I see your stuff on social media, you can't. I mean, I I've kind of I with the best intentions when I have these, you know, when I do photo shoots and stuff like that, I want to go right. I'm going to post about this, and with the best intentions, I go there thinking I'm going to share a behind the scenes video. But I never do because my focus is entirely on the job at hand, the person I'm photographing. I can't also have in my head, oh, I must do a video, I must do this. I don't know how people do that. I will always post after the photo shoot or yeah. before I get to it. But during it as well, I just can't do it. I really can't no. do it. I, I want to I wanna be focusing on the, on the person. That's it. Yeah. Well, before we move on, mm-hmm. let's have a little break. Let's yes. play, play our sponsors, Westcott, our partners, yes. Westcott. Let's play their little ad <laughs> and then we'll come back and we'll talk about a couple more things and then we'll be calmer. Yes. And we, got, and we apologise if we've been repetitive. It's just we had a conversation today and it was just something that we both had noticed and just wanted to get out there. So we'll have a break and we'll come back right after this ad. He Shoots, He Draws is sponsored by the Westcott Rapid Box Switch. Isn't it time you made the switch? Do it today at www.fjwestcott.com backslash switch. Okay, so thank you to our sponsors, Westcott. It's great to have them on board. Um, 
Right, this week, this week, we move away from what we were talking about before. I think we've made our point. Yes. I, think we've ali- I think we've alienated half of our audience. <laughs> <laughs> we've done a Thanos finger snap on our oh, audience dear. on that. But we're just two old men having a moan. Speak for um, yourself. <laughs> I did see you'd posted something on Twitter. And I didn't, <laughs> yeah. get, I didn't get involved. Oh, yeah. But... Uh, and we don't have to get into the politics no, 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 of no. it. It was hilarious. But I thought it was really interesting how we said we've dealt with negative Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I thought, as I was doing this, because this happened the other day, and I thought Dave would be proud of me because I've kept my cool. And I've, I literally, because I, 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 it all started off, I posted something about one of the veterans. And I basically, I'm surmising now, but I basically said something like, every time I photograph a veteran, um, it's like photographing a celebrity, some, something yeah. like that. And then this one person, in fact, let me just find out what their... Uh, I'm gonna, I, you shouldn't um, name drop people, but I'm going to because he got well out of order and thankfully a lot of friends and whatever online came on board. Uh, his name's Daniel Kovacs. And straight away, when I've posted that, he just, he just then put elaborate question mark. And you kind of, as right. soon as I saw that, I started to smile. I thought, I know what he's doing. He's trying to bait me into an argument and it isn't going to happen. It fight, really, fight, fight, yeah, it fight. is not going to happen at all. And I was because at the time I was up in Abergavenny in Wales. I was sat in Morrison's grabbing a coffee and a bit of breakfast before I saw uh, the veteran David Edwards because I was doing his interview. And I was just sitting there thinking, "Oh, this is this is I'm going to have a bit of fun here." So this guy, I basically then said again something like, "What I mean is a celebrity being somebody who really deserves it, rather than some TV wannabe who can't even spell hard work, let let alone do it." And then that was it. That was like lighting the fuse and off he went. And he's he's obviously, he's just going on and on and on. Just basically uh, slagging off uh, soldiers. They're not heroes. They're not celebrities. They murderers. And I, it, got, it got out of hand. However, yeah. I 100% did not rise to it. Good man. And, I'm and, proud of you. Yeah, yeah. And it was, but I, I thought, I actually remember, I remember sitting there thinking, what would Ricky Gervais do? at a time oh, like this without the expletives. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I thought, what's going to wind this person up more than anything is the fact that I'm not getting wound up. And you could see with every reply I gave him, which was just, I mean, at one point, you could just see that he was trying to get me, you know, he was fishing for me and I was fishing for an argument. And at one point I replied back saying, keep on fishing, young man. I said, but if you are near water, just make sure you have an adult present. And I just knew that that would oh. get, and sure enough, it just kept going on and on. And then he started saying, you know, um, war doesn't solve anything. I can't, you know, unfortunately, sometimes these things happen. Do you know what I mean? It just does. But he said, if people talk, that's how problems get solved. And I, I replied back, I can't remember what I said, but then he put, oh, so talking and uh, discussions are a negative thing, are they? So again, I'm not going to bite. So I went online yeah. and I, I looked for the minus symbol. You know, you got the plus yeah. and you got the minus. Yeah. So I, I found a little logo that had the minus symbol in it. And I said, no, Daniel, this is a negative thing. And that was it. He was just going for it. But then all the other people started to get involved. And I've got to say, there's somebody on Twitter whose username is Cooper. And they posted yeah. this. I absolutely, I, I laughed out loud. I literally did. LOL when I was in Morrison's cafe at this cartoon that he posted and if you are if you follow me on social media on Twitter have a look through and you'll see this cartoon that Cooper posted up and it's basically this person it's like a really kind of sketchy drawing of somebody sat at a computer and the wording said meanwhile in Daniel's bedroom and this cartoon character is banging his head repeatedly on his keyboard and keeps on doing it and doing it and eventually his head splits open his eye falls out and his head explodes and I just thought that was hilarious because it basically saying, while I'm keeping calm and I'm not baiting to his kind of, yeah. la- he's just getting more and more wound up, and it was just, it was just brilliant. So that was that was me really. I thought I thought Dave will be proud of me. I I am proud of you. I'm pr- <laughs> <laughs> Gone are the days of when you used to pick fights with with eight year old children. <laughs> but again, oh, that goes back dear. to the whole thing of. Um, I would say kill them with kindness. Yeah. It's the best thing you can do. Because at the end of the day, you're the person they'll screenshot yeah. and go, hey, look what he said. You exactly. know, we've, we've just spent the first half hour saying we don't agree with people swearing to make their point. Yeah, Last yeah. thing you want to do is then is then start getting abusive. And I just find it's easier just to be, just respond with kindness. You don't have to agree with them. They want to get their point across. There was, that, there was loads the, of people that kind of jumped in because I was, I was then busy. I was off doing stuff with uh, David Edwards recording his stuff. And obviously when you're doing... When you're doing photo shoots and interviews, you don't jump on social media 
because your focus is on the person. Anyway, uh, so uh, when I came back to it later on, I looked to see what the updates were. And sure enough, other people had jumped in on my behalf to kind of, you know, put their little bit in. So I want to, there's many of them, but a couple of people want to say a huge thank you to for just getting involved, I guess. Yeah. Scott Valentine, great friend of ours anyway. He really did put some really good stuff across, but you're not going to get across this person anyway. Uh, John Vanden Boss. Mike Stapleton is a friend of ours. At one point put, there's no point, something like, you'll never win an argument with this person, Glyn. I've blocked him. And, And Mike, if you're listening, I wasn't even looking for an argument. I knew what he was doing. I was having fun. Really, mate, yeah. I was having fun. And it, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. In fact, at one point I posted, Daniel, don't go. Come back. You've been so much fun today. And again, obviously, I wound him up. So There's a great graphic I used to post when I used to do stuff like that. Because sometimes you just know someone's going to buy it. And there's a great old black and white picture of a man with a fishing rod. And it just says, gone fishing. <laughs> and it is gone fishing. And people buy it. It's funny. It is funny. Yeah. I didn't want to get involved because I thought, no, I think you've got this no, covered. Brilliant. I can tell you had it covered. Yeah, it's good fun. Um, good fun. Anyway, positive positive yes, news. Yes. Obviously, while I've been away, I've been watching your what you've been doing mm-hmm. on the times that you've posted rather mm-hmm. than telling me how busy you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I saw that you'd obviously shot some more, uh, been photographing some more veterans and yep. you started to do a bit of video ramping up for the exhibition. Mm-hmm. But you also, I saw you posted something about the Royal Mint. Yeah, cool. So In fact, what today, is that? Well, today it's all been signed and sealed and they've actually paid the license fee as well for the image. So basically what they did was they got in touch with me um, and it was actually somebody, I believe they work for the Royal Mint and they follow me on Facebook. And they'd already organised some pictures to use. They didn't like them. And then this guy, who happens to follow me on Facebook, was in the meeting as well, said, listen, you need to look at this guy's stuff. And then they got in touch with me. But basically what it is, this year is the 50th anniversary of the 50 pence piece, which coincides with the anniversary of of D-Day, 75 years. So what they're releasing is, one of the things they're doing is a military collector's edition of the 50 pence piece, you know, for coin collectors all around the world. Um, and they now have asked if they could use one of the uh, images uh, of one of the veterans wow. that I took a picture of, who was uh, specifically D-Day, okay, that he was involved in D-Day. So they pointed out one of the ones they wanted to use was a guy called Alan King. And if you go to my portfolio on my website, click on that, and you'll see a picture of Alan there. He's, um, the names will pop up when you, when you kind of go through it. But it now transpires that Alan King's picture is going to be used by the Royal Mint and it's going to be gone worldwide. So when coin collectors, they purchase these special um, packs that they get with all the coins in, Alan's picture is within that pack, and it's all kind of... He's, he's basically, his picture forms the folder, the portfolio that these coins are going to... that these military coins are going to be in. So Alan's going to be all over the world. Now, one thing I'll say about that is, obviously for me, that is just brilliant. And Royal Mint have now signed me up as one of their new suppliers, which is brilliant. The licensing fee for the use of the image, uh, they wanted to know how much was it. So what I've done is I've spoken to them. We've we've set out a time frame for the license and what the yeah. usage is going to be for. It's for this particular campaign that they're they're putting out there. But the licensing fee which I've invoiced them for, which they paid for today, I am giving one hundred percent of it to the veterans charity because oh, because one of the things I always said from this was. I don't want to make money on the back of the veterans in this particular way. Yeah. It, just, it didn't sit right or it doesn't sit right with me. So I think, listen, they're photographing, uh, they used one of the pictures of Alan King, who's a veteran. It's only right that that money should then go to help other veterans. So that's yeah. what we're doing. Nah. So Danny Greeno, the CEO, who was actually a guest on the podcast, yeah. um, I, I kind of give him the heads up, but I shall send him a message because that money came through today and I shall be wiring it to them literally after we've finished doing this recording brilliant see it's good that a project like that just creates goodness i know you had a little bit of kind of a, a tiny blip with the um with the ted thing but yeah, yeah. Third, that was a ex- all done but o- overall you look at the good it's doing the uh coverage and it, it, exposure it's it's creating it's, yeah that you know these people are a dying breed they are and it, do you know what it's, it, there is so much coming from this because i don't think we've spoken since i had the recent meeting again with the the museum where the exhibition is going to be going but the 5th of october is now the actual launch uh saturday the 5th of october is the launch day it's actually i think it'd be a launch weekend they want it to run possibly into january so it's over three months uh, and there's a lot being organised now for the actual launch day. The press are going to be involved. We're actually getting schools involved as well. 
local wow. primary schools. Uh, they're, they're going to be, uh, in fact, that's what we need to speak about. There's going to be like a little pack that's going to go out to the local primary schools and they're going to kind of like take ownership of a veteran or group of veterans and they're going to be asked to create pieces of art, a poem or write a letter to say thank you to the veterans. And that artwork is also going to be on display at the exhibition for those three wow. months as well, which is brilliant for the kids. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And it's great as well. I mean, I've spoken to some of the veterans already about all this going on and they're over the moon more so that it's keeping that memory alive and educating kids about this kind of stuff that happened. Obviously yeah. sanitising it, yeah. but just kind of keeping that education going because that is obviously really, really important to them. And, to, you know, the, the, the kids know about it because one of the veterans said to me once, when I asked him why does he like to talk about it, he says because there's people out there who don't know about it and if we teach them about it, it may hopefully never happen again. Yeah, so no, that's a good point. It's perfect. Yeah. No, that's great. That's great news. And and you're still going to be shooting, presumably, right the way up to the event anyway. Yeah, so yeah, we've got, got, uh, got a lot more. You've been out today, haven't you? Uh, I've been out today, done an interview today. Um, all those are going to be compiled, but I'm putting together a, a big talk, which is going to be happening on the 31st of May. That's over when I'm in the States for the Photoshop World. There's the art of digital photography. I'm going to be talking about that and showing some of the stuff. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, I'm going to be working and continue to try to do more and more of these things putting some more content together we're doing some filming uh obviously when i'm out in um normandy in june for the 75th anniversary pegasus museum where you know the pegasus bridge museum they yeah. set aside an area for me to do portraits of the veterans as well which i'm overwhelmed about that um so yeah it's, it's just a constant ongoing process which i'm absolutely loving Absolutely Good. loving it. The power of personal projects. There you go. The power of people. Of well, that takes us back. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's a long time back. That photograph like a thief. Yeah. Came from that, didn't it? Mm, cool. Mm. Well, there you Process. go. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, trying to think what else I've got to say. Well, actually, really. one, I, one thing we could say, yeah, and this on. is kind of cryptic, because I don't think this is common knowledge, but uh, we want to just send a lot of love a big man hug, a big manhood spooning session over to our top fella and Alan. friend, Alan Hess. Yes. He knows why. The world doesn't need to know why because it's something, but we just want to give him man hugs. Double, double man hug Alan sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. That's for you, yeah. Al. And, speak, and speaking of good friends, at the weekend, I was just absolutely so pleased. Our friend, good friend Aaron Blaze is over in the UK. He's doing a little tour. He's in Dublin at the moment. He's done the UK, Manchester. I think he's off to Berlin. He's off to Spain as well. Um, he's been a mate now for probably the best part of, what, five years, I think? Probably We're, we're, we're trying that, to work yeah. out five or six years. Yeah. And um, he'd never met Andrea and the kids. So we jumped in the car Saturday, he was down in London, and we met him and his business partner, Nick, and we went and had dinner at the old BBC television studios oh, in Shepherd's Bush, because it's all been kind of gentrified now, and there's restaurants there. And yeah, we went to a lovely meal, only for like a couple of hours, just to have a get together, but the kids really wanted to meet him, and it was just nice to see him. It's, you know, there's just such a big distance between us and our friends, and sometimes you do only see them at events, and you never, you never even know if you're going to be invited back to those events. So it's kind of you have to keep those friendships alive, and when when those people come to the UK, wherever possible, I try and go and visit. Yeah, because I wasn't so, around; I was in Wales. No, you was busy. You was busy. But Aaron's coming back in July, um, and I'm going to go to Manchester and meet up with him. Yeah, and I'm going to come up as well. It's I think it's Peckfordton Castle. He's doing a week workshop. It's already sold out. Um, but it's him and Ronnie Williford oh, coming fantastic. over. Yeah, and they're doing this whole thing. So they've been scouting locations. It sounds like they're going to be coming over quite a bit to do more things like it. So, yeah, it was nice to see Aaron. Um, hopefully we'll see him next month when we go out to Photoshop World. But, um, yeah, it was just lovely. Just nice to spend some time with, with friends and, uh, and see them. But, yeah, you know, thanks for joining us this week. We wanted to just have a catch-up. And, and like it was a say, fun rant. It was a yeah, fun it was. rant. Yeah, it was. This is never going to be our, our award-winning uh, episode where we put it forward to the podcast BAFTAs. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we hope, you know, if you agree with us, great. If you don't, tell us why. You know, give us a read, change our mind. We've always said this. Our opinion doesn't mean we're right any mm. more than a, you know, a business coach or an entrepreneur thinks they're right. It's all about the feedback. So if you think we're wrong, feel free to contact us, give us examples, a question. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll answer all the messages we get. 
Um, but thank you for joining us. We're episode 72. Wow. We will be back next week, next Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, got, I think we've got three more weeks, three or four more weeks till we travel again. So we'll, we'll, we'll be pushing some episodes out. Any other news that comes along, we're on He Shoots, He Draws on social media. Website is he shoots, he draws dot com. Uh, you're at Glyn Jewis and I'm at It's Dave Clayton if you want to drop us a message or anything. Brilliant. Uh, still lots of messages come in and lots of feedback on the show, which is always great to hear. So thank you to everyone. Um, I think that's it. That's it. I think that's I'm it. pretty much I'm spent. Yeah, me too. I'm kind of quite warm in this office as well. I think just below the camera line, I think I've got sweaty, you know, boot patches. <laughs> <laughs> and on that bombshell... <laughs> I'm going to go and pick my daughter up from Scouts right. and uh, you go and have a big glass of wine and watch um, No, Sonebee's finished. Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, uh, I've got to say, speaking of TV, before we go, Game of Thrones. If you're a, no, forget Game of Never watched it. Um, <laughs> you're dead if, to me. Yeah. <laughs> if, like myself, you are a Star Trek fan, oh. just shush a minute. Just hush. I'm pushing my finger to your face on the screen at the moment. If you're a Star Trek fan, there's just been uh, a Star Trek Discovery has been out two seasons and everybody was going, oh, how does this fit in? How does this work? I have to say the ending of season two, if you're a Star Trek fan and you've kind of been on the fence about where's this going, I thought the way they wrapped it up was just brilliant. It was really enjoyable. It had, had me on the edge of my seat. The episodes, there's obviously like it's TV, there's always some funny stuff you don't agree with. But I've got to say, recently Netflix have been putting out some good stuff. Um, now, Americans don't get Star Trek on Netflix. They have to pay for it on CBS, but we get it included with our Netflix. But there's some really good stuff coming out on Netflix at the moment. But I have to say, really enjoyed Star Trek Discovery and mm. loving the Orville as well. Seth MacFarlane. It's like Star Trek Generation mixed with Family Guy. Yeah, you'd lost me now. It's great. I know. Back to your Game of Thrones. I'll watch <laughs> it one day. <laughs> Along with Breaking Bad and <laughs> In Vikings. Vikings and Dexter and yeah. Anyway. Surprised we get time to watch this because we're so busy. I'm so busy, mate. I'm so, just gonna go so and record busy. a video to tell people how busy I am being yeah. busy. Yeah, the emails can wait. I'm going on social media to tell everybody I'm busy. Yeah. Right. I've just I've just had a thousand emails come in while we've been talking, so I better go and ignore them. So uh, (laughs) I've been Dave. I'll see you next week. All right. And I'm Glyn. Catch you later. Bye, Glyn. (laughs) Bye, mate. Do you want more customers? Do you want more money? Do you want to take your photography to the next level? Does anybody actually know how many levels there are? Do you want more obvious questions? Well, you're in the right place. I'm Richard Head, and I'm a photo business entrepreneur and a coach. You could even call me a photo biz coachpreneur. See what I did there? I'm here to take your money and teach you the six levels to the nine secrets of the seven steps of the five must-know, fully implemented, turbocharged, masterminded, guaranteed ways to help you possibly, maybe, make six figures. Even seven figures in your business, even though I actually can't make that with my own business. Just download my PDF ebook worth 149 pounds for free. Why is it worth 149 pounds? No idea. I just made it up. Join my free workshop where I will talk generic flim flam. Throw in some strategies and talk of funnels and systems before getting you to part with money with no actual guaranteed results. Trust me, I've been doing this for five minutes and will be rebranded and back again in six months. So you won't miss me.